Well, welcome back, niggas, friends, others, to this particular program on this particular day. My name is Rashonda Lockhart. And a lot of you have said, Rashonda, you didn't star opposite Halle Berry in 2001 film Monsters Ball, but you sure make me feel good. And to that, I say thank you. And I am Sojourner Truth, and this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. Yes, indeed. On another one of our excursions what in through the, the internet. What was that? I'm going to have to look up Rashonda Lockhart. Yes, you are. <laughs> Damn. And to that, I say thank you. Okay. Um. Well, it is June the 7th. On God's 2023, mm-hmm. um, post-Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, would you like to fill the girls in on your um, loving in the morning, new day calling? It's me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I am doing fine. Uh, cue the Moesha Journal music. I'm doing good. Um, I am still <laughs> fully loving every day of summer break. And um, even though I'm still seeing my clients, things are things are good. I can't complain. I exercise today. My psychiatrist won't be able to believe it, but <laughs> I'm actually doing some of the things we've been talking about. So, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good and hopeful. What about you? Um. Hmm. Thinking about how much you want to share. <laughs> no, I think I'm just trying to like figure out what it is that I am feeling. I think I'm numb, but I'm also just kind of like, you know, like I feel like I'm on this little piece of driftwood. In the open ocean, Mm. which was depressing. But now it's like, I'm out here, girl. Yeah. So, (sighs) learning to fish. and uh, There you go. Cook my fish (laughs) and eat it. Um, How to track the stars and okay this metaphor is i'm taking it out of control what i'm saying is life sucks okay um i get that i have accepted that and um what can you do besides roll with the punches and try your best um okay that's sad no, that's it. I think that's it. That's how I wanted to say. I don't think so. Well, it sounds like you're making the best out of it. So that's good. Mm. Yeah. There are things, you know, happening to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, Movies coming out. Yeah, that's really it for me. Movies and uh- video games coming out. My best friend's also having a baby. Yes, big news. um, You know, help to teach that child how to curse and 
<laughs> the things that really matter. <laughs> you would be perfect at that. <laughs> um. Well, let's get into some black excellence. I really, this is another um, spam and government cheese sandwich of an episode for me. Oh, okay. Which is like, I'm grabbing right what's here mm-hmm. this week. Okay. In terms of my energy. You eating Vienna sausages right out the can. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we said that last week and the episode was like two hours and something. So Yeah, I don't mean in terms of length. Okay. I mean in terms of energetic output. Got you. Okay. Well, again, we make it happen and it will be fine. So and whatever like you got. Sincere investment in a lot of these stories. Right. No, I get it. So we whatever you got, we will make something work with it. Um, so this week. Oh, wait, we have Black Excellence to do first. And I'm going to pass Black Excellence on over to one um, Sarah Mensa. She is the first woman and Black woman to be president of Jordan Brand. Oh, wow. She became the first Black woman to head Nike's North America as VP and GM of Nike two years ago. For this, she spent five years with Jordan. Um, and now, you know, she's onward and upward. And I just bought a whole bunch of Jordan. So I just feel like this <laughs> synchronizes with my life beautifully. Congratulations to you, ma'am. And yeah. I got that Jordan movie in the theaters now with um, Viola and her good Christian Sunday wig on. Oh, do they? I still haven't seen it. You don't have to leave the house for it now. I'm sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's on. Oh, it's streaming now. Or whatever now. Yeah, for sure. Like a couple of weeks. But Viola plays Michael Jordan's daddy. Daddy. Michael Jordan's mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, I mean, she could have done both. She can do because anything. Because Viola she Davis can, play Jordan, can do actually. whatever the she can fuck do she wants. Anything, nigga. <laughs> I'll never ever get over what she did in doubt like i'll never get over that i feel like that is a master class and she was barely on screen and i just am obsessed but yeah i should i should look at that i was gonna go to the movies today i was supposed to see spider-man but they closed the theater because of the fires wow wait fires yeah canada has these crazy wildfires that are just going insane 400 miles away canada yes and the smoke is so bad that it has drifted into the United States and lots of states in the northern part of the country are dealing with this crazy like smoke and fog and haze. And New York City was orange today. Like it looked like Coco Montre oh, season five. It was really wild. It was yeah, like, like you cannot. I mean, normally you can see the skyline really well. You can see Jersey really clearly. Nothing like it was really a mess today. And so I had my mask on when I went outside like I usually do. But, um, yeah, movie theater called me and said, girl, you're not seeing no damn Spider-Man today. And we're not sure about tomorrow either. So don't ask. Like, Web sling your way through that. I said, well, when they start closing businesses, that's when I know shit is really going down. Because, you know, mm-hmm. capitalism don't like to do that. But they closed the gym, too, after like three, four o'clock. I feel like a lot of the businesses in lower Manhattan were like, girl, go home. Because we are. The apocalypse is really long and boring. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I woke up like, well, not woke up, but when I went outside, I was like, no, it really looks like, you know, those movies where it's like the end of the world is coming and, and Will Smith is finna crash his alien spaceship or something, you know, in the I middle of Times Square. <laughs> not him. <laughs> Whoever they have doing that now, not old ass Tom Cruise, somebody else. But yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like it legit looks like a movie outside. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, if, if we're going to die, just let me know approximately how much time I have so I can get wild reckless. I mean, I want to do stupid shit and I want to do a lot like, of it. Where are the winged creatures to come in like <laughs> winged snatch white women off of like the streets of, I don't know, fucking 42nd Street? Mm hmm. Yeah, fucking they'll be here soon enough. <laughs> like I just feel like it's just missing demons. Yeah. Oh wait, January six. Never mind. Uh, I was about to say they'll spring up one day out of nowhere, like the fucking cicadas. But child, it's just yeah, it's just really ghetto on this planet once again, and. You know, all the climate change people have been begging y'all to give a fuck for like 30 years. And I guess we're just going to keep pretending there's no problem. But, you know, best of luck to everybody, really. Well, sorry you didn't get to make it to the theater. Yeah, me too. was I want to see so good. Right? I was really looking forward to it. I was devastated when they called me. Although, you know, I understand. I want people to be safe. So, Did you rewatch the first one? The first, oh, Spider-Man? No. Should I? The first Spider-Verse one? The first cartoon one? Yeah, I remember it? Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, you know, me too. I just did because I wanted to. Okay. Yeah, I was it made me feel like, mm. hey, connected. I just watched it and here we go. Picking yeah. up. Even though I think it takes place a little bit after the first one. It's not like right after. Mm. Anyway, it was excellent. I loved it. And Issa I, was great. I haven't been watching much, but, well... <laughs> First of all, I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom still. Um, yeah. I finally got back That's into the storyline. I've gotten three of the, what do they call them now? Sages. I'm working on the fourth one now. Um, but I started watching The Ultimatum, The Queer Ultimatum. Have you seen this on Netflix? The what? Apparently, Netflix has a show Is called Is this some the- non-scripted garbage? Yes. But... Apparently, there's this show where one person and a couple issues an ultimatum to the other one, like, we need to get married or to break up. And so they go here to this house. I've heard of this. With other couples. And then after, like, a week, you choose somebody to be in a trial marriage week with. And then after three weeks, you decide, do you want to be with your original nigga or this new nigga? Okay. Or do you want to be single? So anyway, they're doing a lesbian version this season. And... Oh. How many people have been shot? <laughs> Well, I'm only on like the I'm only on like the third episode. Um, So they just now chose their trial wives and decided to move in together. Um, And there's not all beings. It's two of them. One of these couples was like, I knew it was going to be you from our first conversation. We just felt so locked in. The vibes have been immaculate. And I just feel like I already know you and our relationship is perfect. And I was like. Literally, this is the most dyke shit I have ever seen. Like, not y'all professing pure love after four or five days 
of sitting poolside and drinking champagne together. Like, not you deciding that this is your wife. Like, huh, there's a girl who very clearly don't want to be with her man no more, but gets mad because this person is moving on to be with somebody else and is like there to be an influencer and be famous. And other people are calling them out on it. And there's boring people. And one of the girls has super big titties. So everybody has a crush on her. And... It's just so gay. It's really so gay. And Ooh, I love it. These studios need to get this shit together so we can wrap up this strike. <laughs> they do. Like, the writer's strike needs to end. And I know um, the SAG just decided to strike too. And so, really, like, we need to hurry up and come to a conclusion. But this is quality garbage. I really do like it. And I can't wait to finish There's it. There's simply no way with everybody <laughs> going on strike. <laughs> that you girlies are getting enough per episode no. for you to legitimately complicate your lives and marriages. For no. our for our basic entertainment. When and then you also have to consider a good percentage of people aren't even paying attention to what's happening to you. They are themselves making out m- you know, are mm-hmm. flat out fucking doing whatever yeah. the hell, like, two episodes in. And then when they go back to their own homes or have the whoever the fuck go home is when they might go back and rewatch. It's just like, girl, really? I have to believe a lot of this is a farce. There just isn't mm. any way that y'all are for real for funsies going down to the Netflix and being like, hey, complicate my marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me, give me um an opportunity to have an affair um in the name of a social experiment. And then also pay me what? Right. Like fifteen hundred dollars. That was an episode. Ten episodes. <laughs> yeah. Damn, not for all ten. I was thinking each, but it might be. It really No, might. I mean, yeah. You never like know. Episode. But still, like, I feel like if you're issuing an ultimatum, like, let's say these are real couples and everybody is like for real. If you're issuing an ultimatum, you really have nothing to lose by going on this show. Because you're already willing to give up your relationship. Time, dignity, uh, privacy. Those things don't matter. Those things aren't are less important. There's one black dyke on the show. Everybody loves her. One of the white girls, the very first day when everybody was still there with their original partners, the annoying white girl, Vanessa, was like, okay, Mal, see you in our trial marriage. Like, bitch, with her girlfriends, like, right next to her and her with her girlfriend right next to her and, like, literally throwing pussy at this dyke. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 15 grand before taxes. To show your ass, but you can it's maybe working. get a used car and a Vision Pro. <laughs> I keep seeing ABC is running these ads for something like My Cousin is Famous. It's some show where I don't think they call it that, but it's some show basically where these people are related to somebody who's famous, and the whole thing is that you're trying to find out who their famous relative is. Like I said, nah, in the writer's strike ended yesterday. In the gutter. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it is not even just the writer's strike, real girl, because you have to consider the fact that like, there have been a few shows 
a few shows of the past. Ooh, it's, you know what? It's writer's strike. It's like a dash of writer's strike. Writer's strike is maybe the parsley. It's like the garnish, right? Okay, now. okay. It's not that bad. Yikes. The meal, the seasoning, COVID. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. It does. COVID is the primary antagonist. Because, I mean, there's been a lot of shit, you know, on TV for a while. But, like, the girls have just come out and unabashedly um, fanned, you know, Baddies West. and Oh, God. <laughs> Not Zeus, please. Not Zeus Network. No, I'm just saying. Like, Woo. the girlies are like, of course we're at the point where it's like, my mama owns slaves. Guess how many? <laughs> and then, like, girl, leave me alone. Just oh, I would love, time. I would love to see that. <laughs> we're like the Heinz family. <laughs> Like the you know fucking we just gave them Hilton's Milf and... Manor, so they'll do that too. Oh, not Milf Manor. Oh, yes. Oh, that one is creepy though, because the sons are like interacting with the moms. It's it's a little too weird for me. I can't look at that one. It's too weird. Anyway, shout out to this woman, Sarah Mensa. Congratulations on the job, girl. I'm surprised you remembered it. I didn't. <laughs> well, I had to Google her real quick, so I still have oh, the yeah. tab up. I didn't. Alrighty, so this week in um, our pop culture segment, which is called um, a- Across the Bottom Verse. Mm. Across the Spider Verse Bottom. <laughs> there we go. I, knew- <laughs> I had a feeling you would land there. I love it. Damn, the heat finna lose again. God damn. Okay, sorry. Keep going. That was ugly. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I still had a, the window open, and I'm gonna close it now. So I'm I'm focused. I'm ready for the Spider Verse bottom. All right, what do we have here? Oh, I didn't put this in any particular order. Work. Where to begin? <laughs> Love that. Um. Okay. So. Rosanda Thomas was speaking to people, uh, the publication, not just like niggas. Got you. Okay. Um, and I guess she's talking about you know her dating, um, that that nigga from Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, and you know how they're having a blast, and everybody keeps making it a point to be like, "Hey, she's fifty-two." I mean, I guess they put your age in these things a lot anyway. But it's just like I feel like every single time I read something about this, they're like, "She's fifty-two years old, and he's mm-hmm. forty-three years old, and they're all old and dating." Right. But anyway, maybe it's just my perspective. Um. But this particular lifting has nothing to do with um, one third of uh, the cast of um, that one movie I mentioned the other day. <laughs> A movie you shouldn't mention? 
No, the movie I mentioned the other day with them, I didn't watch it, where they're on a ship. The Lawrence Brothers. It's a sequel to the Oh, other yeah. The oh, um, I have forgotten that. Sorry. <laughs> but I do remember you saying something. <laughs> I just went to go watch it. It's on my Disney Plus watch thing. They really Anyways. are cute together. Wow, they are. Yeah, they're adorable. They look good together. Okay. Loving they versus Virginia. Like... I see y'all. <laughs> They make you, you know, pine for the days where you would go and get a, a Britney Spears slash NSYNC CD from McDonald's. Oh, Lord. I worked at, I think I worked at, did I work at Walmart when No Strings Attached came out? Or did I, was I at Walmart? I was at Walmart at midnight. I might have also been an employee, but either way, I went right to the music department and said, where the fuck is no strings attached? Mm. <laughs> and I, and they looked at me and was like, bitch, we will put it out when we get to it. But I know for sure that I worked at Walmart when Aaliyah's album came out. And I remember, wait, no, I didn't because I was in school. Damn, I'm too old. I don't remember these details. But I remember harassing somebody at Walmart for that album. And they were like, we'll put it out when we get good and goddamn ready. And don't nobody care that you're here at midnight. You fucking weirdo, like, girl. But we made that album I... go platinum in a day. We made it go platinum in a day. The children will never understand. <laughs> I had the fucking Justin Timberlake, no strings attached, Barbie. No, you didn't. <laughs> How did you get I'm that? 1,000% sure that it had a little plastic afro. Let me Google it. Oh, no, that album came out in 2000. I wasn't working at no damn Walmart. I went to Walmart at midnight and said, where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Although how I got away with that, I don't know. Yes, here it is. NSYNC collectible marionette doll. No strings attached to her. I didn't know they sold those. Oh, wait, you went to the tour. No, I absolutely did not do that. They had this toy at, um, what is that toy store called that is closed now? FAO I Shorts? Won't, no, Sorry. that's not oh. closed. Um, it's not? I don't think so. I thought they shut FAO Shorts down. Maybe they reopened you, it. They might have. You know what? You could be correct. Because uh, who the fuck went there? Besides people who like watched big. Yeah, just to um, play on the giant piano. That was it. I um, damn it. Toys R Us. It, no, Toys. Well, Toys R Us is closed now. Right. Like, oh, that's it. Yeah. I feel like it was called <laughs> KB Toys. Oh yeah, I remember KB Toys. Yes, I went to KB Toys and they had the instinct, uh no strings attached dolls in there, and I probably urinated and then was like, "Mother, <laughs> I need to have this doll." And I remember being immediately judged. Um, yeah, I was about to say, she bought that? I don't know if she did. Someone did. Someone gave it to me for, like, my birthday or Christmas. It was a gift. Um, but, yeah, someone was like, oh, give the gay a break. <laughs> and <laughs> bought me this Justin Timberlake doll baby. With a <laughs> Not it had his little afro. He was trying so hard to be racially ambiguous. 
My nigga, he, <laughs> he tried so hard. Would not <laughs> give it up. With the cornrows to the back yes. and the Joel Santana bandana right. wrapped around it. Disgusting. Right. <laughs> and the gum video. I said, Justin, you're, you're pushing it. But I was obsessed. I loved NSYNC. And I mean, love. I stand so hard. I did. I loved me some Justin Timberlake. They were. Don't get me started on the whole Backstreet Boys. Like, to me, I found that offensive. But... I just want to go argue with you. Like, it really, that's what it came down I'm to. I'm not going like, to argue I with wasn't you. going to. Period. If you felt as though Backstreet Boys was superior, you know, at the time, before then, now, like, whatever. It's just like, girl, oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. That's cute for you. Mm. That is adorable. Wow. That she feel that way. Someone's <laughs> rooting for the underdog. <laughs> but as girl. for me... I was firmly on Team NSYNC. Firmly. Yeah. And I showed my ass. Everybody was like, really? Behind them white boys? But I didn't care. I mean, it was, it was it, fun. It was fun. It was a great time. I'm glad I did that. Every teenager deserves that ridiculous time in their lives. Oh, God. This has nothing to do with NSYNC or white people in general. The point here was that during this interview, for whatever reason, they were asking Chili about Usher. Uh- and she admitted that she had been fucking Usher on and off. For years after Confessions and when he broke up. Ooh. And that she really didn't stop really fucking with him until around 2019 when I guess she started to focus on herself, leaning on her quote-unquote Christian faith. It's what it says here on people.com.org. Wow. Okay. So, wait. She stopped fucking with him when? 2019. That? <laughs> I'm sorry. 2019 was just a couple of days Yesterday. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Chili said, unfortunately, I was unable to leave the dick alone. You girls understand. (laughs) I found some dick that worked for me and yeah, kept on. Why would she tell us that is my question. You in a relationship with somebody else and told us about how you fucked your ex for like many years after y'all broke up? Why? I don't know. Hmm, that was actually also on on the top of my list of questions was like why are we talking about usher to this lady like it's kind of interesting you know it would feel like how was that relevant because as far as we know like they stopped dating when i was literally still i had textbooks um (laughs) (laughs) high school textbooks right um but, uh, I mean, if she just stopped fucking this nigga two days ago, then, you know, that, you know, would yeah. make sense to, to ask. But it feels as though she offered this information. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I mean, yeah, because they broke up in, like, 2004. So you mean to tell me you fucked this nigga for another 15 years? Awesome. But still, I ain't never. Well, hold on. Let me not lie. I ain't never circled back for that long. Not for that long. That is wild. I really can't fathom that. But, you know, do my own math. Being chilly, being that famous. And, you know, it's probably hard for her to find people to date or really be with. So, You know, I guess I can kind of get it. Like, listen, I still have needs and I don't have to love you for you to come over here and dick me down and go home. So 
I'm not judging her. Yeah, no. I'm not mad at that. But yeah, that's a long fucking time to be fucking your ex. (laughs) A lot of the news coming out of Chili's World makes me want to get a trapper keeper. Does it take you back to that time in the 90s? Like some stickers on there. Yeah. A Lisa Frank one. Yeah. With like multicolored unicorns and shit all over the cover and just gel pens. Neon vomit. Oh, gel pens. The sparkly ones, nigga, changed my life. What other kind? <laughs> changed my life. Mechanical pencils. The pencils that were like scratch and sniff weirdly. Like, why do we have scented pencils? Why do we have that? But I loved all that dumb shit when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. There were like scented colored pencils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, but okay, I, I mean, so. good for her. Thanks for sharing, I guess, but uh, all right. <laughs> Keisha Cole has a Lifetime film coming out on June 24th. It is titled Keisha Cole, This Is My Story. This is a Lifetime biopic that she is producing and also starring in. Um, she will be starring in the role of the titular character. Spoiler yes, alert. <laughs> Sorry. And um, I watched the trailer. You know, it's Keisha Cole. It's a Lifetime movie. I didn't really have high expectations. It looks fine. Right. Debbie Morgan. Debbie Morgan is playing Frankie, playing her mom. That's pretty iconic. Nice. Um, And it looks like, you know, it'll be fine. And if you're like a, a Keisha fan or, you know, or a fan of <laughs> R&B stories, I guess. Tap in. Let me yeah, know how it is. I'll watch it. For sure. Um, yeah, I just watched the trailer and it was like, yeah, it's definitely like a fully scripted, I mean, yeah, scripted biopic with, you know, someone playing young her. And it looks like maybe like a teen her and then her, her play by herself. And um, she has a very like, she's always had been like an open book with her story and her a relationship with her family. Yes, she has. I'm Lord. interested if they're going to like cover the many years that that family was exploited through reality television. You know, I don't see how they couldn't because didn't what was her mama's name? Frankie. Lord, yeah. rest in peace, Frankie. But yeah, that was really a mess, and I don't like to use the word like manipulated or coerced into doing things, but these reality TV show producers know what they're doing when they put certain people on television. They know what they're doing. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, you know, 2023 me feels a little bit differently about those shows than the me who was fully tuned in when them whores first came out. I couldn't wait to see what was next on Grayson, not Grayson, Frankie Chow. We're just <laughs> God damn it. Well, <laughs> oh, whatever it was. Whoever and Frankie. It was Frankie and Nephi. Frankie and Neff. Oh God, Nephi. Yes, because Nephi had that episode of Iyanla that was such a mess. But Child Iyanla went out <laughs> went out of her way. So we humiliate that girl. <laughs> she so is bad. what she call her? A vile, vile gutter, gutter snipe. snipe. Right out of the hood. Nephew was like, okay, I'm not going to beat this bitch ass, but I am going to leave. 
said, now, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> like, you are not going to just talk to me crazy. Like, I'm not sitting right Whoa. here, girl. You got me fucked up. Yala is... Not a like, therapist. Wild. <laughs> not a therapist. Oh, well, you can't make me laugh like that. We got too much she smoke in the that. air. She's a life coach. I don't know what the fuck she calls herself. It's fine. She's great. A healer. She calls herself a healer, like all the rest of the woo-woo scammers. But she... Um, all you have to do... <laughs> listen. Is hold 12 Cabbage Patch dolls at the same time <laughs> to recognize that you should stop having... You know who should... Never mind. Pop my butt. Pop, pop my butt. Iconic television. <laughs> Literal... <laughs> golden it's so bad though it's just not therapy that's all it's just not therapy but (laughs) it is incredible tv it is that um rapper yg is apparently dating rapper sweetie oh okay after they were spotted down in cabo San Lucas? Cabo is San Lucas, right? Yes, it is. I've never been to Mexico. Really? It's a beautiful place. I want to learn a little Spanish before I go, but I do want to go. It's wild that I grew up so close to it and have never actually been, so. But you can fluently get around France without any... In middle school, we had to pick a language, and I chose French. And my brother chose Japanese. Neither one of us speaks Spanish. But I should have. I really should have. I fought for Japanese every year. It was like you had a better chance of hitting the Powerball. Really? I could not get that class. Damn. I wonder why. I mean, they probably kept it, like, the enrollment numbers small for some reason. But then again, no shade. Many of us were like... What are we taking Spanish for? We live here. <laughs> like I already speak Spanish. <laughs> we don't really like most of us what? kind of get it at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel that way after living in New York for 10 years. I'm like, I can really understand quite a bit of it. And I've learned some, but I would like to be able to, you know, carry on a, a basic conversation at least yeah, in not? Spanish before I get there. So I'm going I'm to open up my Rosetta Stone after I graduate. In the meantime, you're missing out on great people and fucking delicious food. Oh, I know that's right. I know that's uh, true. Oh, you know what I mean? My sister-in-law is Mexican and she makes tamales every year for Christmas. It's like her cultural contribution to the giant nigger holiday that we have. <laughs> She come in with her tray of tamales and niggas fuck them up. We be like, thank you, girl. <laughs> Listen, because we go eat it. <laughs> like, like don't. It don't go with the rest of this, but we gon' eat it. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, don't sleep. So, when I wake up out of the items, I'm going I to eat will that, want tamale, that tamale. So, thank you. Um, or, I mean, gracias. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so YG's dating Sweetie. There's not really much go- uh, else going on. They were today? in the pool, and there's a whole bunch of pictures of them, like, kissed on each other. She got some really cute dookie braids going on, a cute little pink bikini. She's adorable. I mean, she's always been pretty. Right. Um, And so she's dating, you know, this nigga that made the song Fuck Donald Trump. So there's always, like, a little part of me who's like, okay, I give him that. Um, I mean, I don't really know much about him. I do know, I mean, 
outside of like his music, I'm pretty familiar with, but I'm not really like tapped in on personal YG isms. I do know that he uh, once dated another uh, light skinned hottie from the Bay, one Kaylani. Oh, yes, he Um, did. You're right. Yeah, a little, they had like a brief. Uh, thing where they went out looking jazzy together and yeah, what wasn't that her last boyfriend before she was like, yeah, I'm a dyke. I think so. I don't feel like feel like that track. I think they're like really now, just like look, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) As far as Kalani, I really think they's like look, bitch. You might see me out here with this nigga. You might see me out here with her. You might see me out there with them. I really like queer boys. I'm somebody's mama right now. Yeah, she thinks she. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, and I really fuck with that. So me too. I do. But yeah, like that's about why not know about YG. He's also named after a popular entertainment company that houses many K-pop bands. Oh, okay. What a lovely random fact. Mm, they just Love share to, a name. I like okay, I mean, well, good for them. You know, I don't really, I'm not invested in that, but you know, yay! I hope y'all have fun together. Yeah, I also am not really like super invested. It's just like this looks cute and fun for them. You know, me personally, I always side eye rap niggas. <laughs> oh yeah, because wasn't it, like wasn't I mean, YG the one who who got up at Nipsey's funeral and was like. We talk about how we raise pretty light-skinned bitches. I don't know. But you have mentioned that at least three times. Oh, okay. So then it was him. (laughs) I want to say, yeah, that maybe was this one. I did not see that for myself. Because I was blown away. I'm watching this man's funeral like, why would you get up here and be like, yeah. (laughs) We talk about how we stressed out because our daughters are light-skinned and beautiful. Like, nigga, what? Wasn't there. Didn't hear it. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sweetie did you hear Jack. Anna Shay from Bling Empire? Yes. Jack? I couldn't believe it. Rest in peace, Anna Shay, man. So One of the sad. real... Well, I don't know how real she was, but I loved her on that show. I also really enjoyed her on loved that Loved her on the shoes. She was always like, so this man, he's abusive and broke. I'm not understanding... Why? <laughs> Why he still answer the telephone? <laughs> like they really could not handle her, and for that, yeah. I Anna had the you. real money and all the surgery, and she seemed really fabulous. And I just couldn't believe it. Sixty two is way too young, but yeah, rest in peace, yeah. Anna. Hey, y'all! This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, 
crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. What else do we have here? Yeah. Oh, um, let's see. Drake took part in a live stream on website, streaming website Kick recently. <gasps> Kick is still uh, up. <laughs> you know about that awful place? Of course I know about Kick. It was all the rage with the children for like two years and then I thought it died. Wait, isn't that Kick K I K? Kick? No, Crystal. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. What is Kick? <laughs> oh, I Are so you old. fucking talking about Kick Messenger? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jesus is Lord. He is. And he reigns. So help me. I'm confused. Kick spelled like what you would do with. Like your oh, kicks. Oh, kicks. Okay. Kicks. Not kicks. Streaming. Like the cereal. That's what that I thought Mikey you meant, enjoys. but that isn't what you meant. Oh, you meant kick like a soccer ball. Wow. I had no idea this was real. Oh, I never heard of this. Okay. Why would he? Actually, I'm sure that was you'll get that. life. <laughs> what was? Oh, that. And it wasn't Mikey who enjoyed it. It was the nigga's friend, Mikey, that he was saying. He was telling. Mikey, try it. You'll like it. (laughs) And honestly, I'm sure that commercial is like 10 years older than me. Yeah, that's real. Maybe more. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyways. Uh, It came out in 1972. Wow. So they ran that ad for a long time. <laughs> they did because I did see it a few times at least. Yeah, in my actual I wasn't life, even born until eighty two. So, and they were showing it right. They were showing it when I was a kid. So, what is Kicks's? What's the Kicks saying? Kicks had like a thing where it was like they had like a slogan or a saying or something. Kid where it tested, was like, parent approved. That's it. 
I knew it was something where it was just like, oh, the kids like it, but the but yeah. ooh, the parents are, well, the are parents smug like it. because so it's actually good. good for them. You know, it's like I knew. Meanwhile, it was, it was neither. Like it was neither good nor was it good for you. But but you know what? It also <laughs> remind absolutely not. You know what? It also reminded me of. I was thinking. I'm not surprised. I was thinking of Jeff. Choosy mom's shoes. Yeah. Because that's another one where it was just like, yeah. oh yeah, oh, a reasonable mother that oh, cares about their child's health right. would only choose Jif peanut yes. butter. It's like, bitch, it's peanut butter, and it tastes almost exactly like every other brand on the show. So I'm just, <laughs> but you reminded me it was kid tested, mother approved, and mother then approved, changed yeah. it to parent approved. Yeah, I didn't even, I don't think I've ever heard Parent Approved before. Oh, yeah, no. In Not the, out in the wild. In the 90s, everything was, everything to do with, like, parenting and household tasks was, like, geared to mothers. Like, mama's got the magic of Clorox bleach. <laughs> hey! That is a vibe. <laughs> because, of course, mama is the only one handling the fucking bleach. Daddy not washing these damn clothes. So, yeah, I'm, I mean... Wow, I mean, how random. They are still selling kicks. Okay. Of course. It's, it hasn't gone anywhere. I just couldn't I mean, they don't, they're saying they not that... Gr- I don't remember kicks tasting good enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is it. But... Mama's got a smile bright like the sun. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes, but I love that song. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> That was a good jingle. But really, that is a gag. Like, most of those commercials grew up to have anything to do with, like, household care or, like, parenting was always just, like, and the mother says that these tampons, like... Mm -hmm. Or, like, a commercial for a crockpot would be, like, is your husband coming home in 30 minutes and your kids are running around screaming and you don't have dinner ready? Girl, what are you going to (laughs) do? You just and pulled some, out that rump roast and some carrots. <laughs> and some thin, dirty, blonde, white woman would be like, <laughs> with her hands on her hips yes! and like, and look at the camera frazzled, like, like, and like oh wipe no, her forehead. Again. Like, <laughs> oh no. And like hold out a fucking, uh, a, a cookie sheet. Oh yeah. With like burnt crisps on yep. it. <laughs> Oops. Next like, time. Like we really lived through that era absolutely did absolutely did they would be like get your ass up early in the morning woman you wench and cut some shit up put it in this crock pot by the time you come home everybody be ready to eat like it the the advertising has really shifted a lot since we were kids a lot (laughs) that's so funny it is what a mess um i forgot what i was talking about oh so drake was on kick Oh. This live streaming thing, which is basically <laughs> like a competitor to Twitch. I'm not gonna get into. Isn't Twitch for video games? Uh, mainly, but a lot of the like biggest, richest Twitch streamers barely play video games. Honestly. Oh wow! On there and like watch YouTube videos and. Talk about the latest whatever drama, listen to music, interview rappers, um, do um, those fucking rank charts. They like mm. put their favorite cereal and 
S to D or F rank or whatever. It's <laughs> whatever you want it to be, Jerome. Honestly. Got you. Um, I say that as someone who regularly watches many Twitch streamers. Um, but anyway, Drake was on Kick, which is like their far right uh, competitive cousin. Um. <laughs> Wow. Not entirely sure why he was over there, aside from the fact that, aside from my assumption, which is that people running kick um, threw loads of money in his direction, as well as Liotti, who I think also appeared on there. The point of me bringing this up is that I guess Drake um, used a credit card of his to tip a streamer $500 on live. Only for oh, the no. uh, credit card to be declined. <gasps> oh, I thought you was going to say nigga stole it. <laughs> I thought you was going to say they no. stole his card information. <laughs> no, he put in his card information and it declined. <laughs> um, live in front of however many people. And his response went a little something like this. <laughs> oh, it the blind. Embarrassing. <laughs> Oh. That was that was Aubrey Graham. Embarrassing. So I actually want to thank Drake for this because <laughs> just the other day I was trying to check into a hotel and my credit card also got declined. And I called upon all of the fury on Mount Olympus to fill me with enough rage to level that building to the ground. What? Um, My prayers weren't answered, but I was still enraged and embarrassed and uh, disgusted with my bank. I was going to say, things like this randomly happen. It doesn't mean you don't have money. Yeah, no, it does. (laughs) It does happen. No, 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 I mean... No, I mean, it does randomly happen. Oh, I was like... Come on now, friend. <laughs> no, it, 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 you're completely right. Like, mm. because maybe two weeks prior to that situation, I was like, I think I was ordering like maybe some bottled water and Reese's Pieces or some shit on, a, on Instacart or some shit. And it was like, um, you don't usually order Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Just you, girl. Like, what? <laughs> They said you ordering groceries. What is this? <laughs> Who do right. you think you are? <laughs> no, I really want some Reese's Pieces, but that's not the point. The point is, thank you, Drake, you did it to yourself, <laughs> um, for helping to um, remind yeah. us that we all have bank problems and um, yeah. to unintentionally humanize yourself. Someone who regularly boasts um, about his right. <laughs> private jet that is literally designed to look like the sky oh, so appreciate it um also do some googling on kick i mean i probably won't but good for him not you i'm talking to him okay got you yeah you um summer jam just happened oh yes it was very female rapper heavy with appearances by lola brooke who i Love Coyle Ray, who has an album coming out soon. Um, what Isis Pisces, please though. Also, um, acted a smoochie. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Who? That's one of her songs. Act a smoochie. After smoochie, 
you know what? Never mind, because you're probably right, and I just don't be knowing what what is going on with the children. I really don't. No, I, I just told you I have no idea what the fuck that I means. Have, I have never heard that in my life. So a- I'm just, apparently you do it when you're off the liquor or something. I think. I don't okay. Know. Okay. I'm gonna just smile and nod. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, lots of people performing. Fabio Foreign, French Montana Locks. Um, but headliner Cardi B, um, you know, did her one, two and her three, four on the main stage during the prime time hour, but also, you know, had some messy headlines after her performance because there was a segment in her set where during a segue into her verse for Tomorrow 2, the mm-hmm. song in which she um, helped give Glorilla a second hit, um, mm-hmm. the crowd was given a sample of the song Tomorrow from the musical Annie. Mm-hmm. And on the summer, grand, summer Jam screen behind her was... Uh, an animation of a little twerking um, hood-rich orphan Annie. Mm. And many people took this as a shot at Isis Spices because I guess Isis Spices looks like Annie. But that, I was going to say, that cartoon is white with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> no. Annie's a redhead. What are you talking about? But uh, that's uh, but white with blonde. T- oh, oh, you're right. Okay, Annie. Yeah. Okay, but still the blue eyes and the she white has skin. Skin and red hair, and so does and blue eyes. This is a white woman. This is a white woman. And Annie had that hair first. If anything, Ice Spice is copying off of her. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like y'all are reaching. Y'all are trying to make it messy. Cardi don't even be doing now, that here's with the, the girls. Thing. This is what Cardi B said. For y'all motherfuckers that's on Twitter trying to be messy, please cut the bullshit. Thank you. Come on now. First of all, y'all been wanting me to be messy all day. Y'all wanted me to be messy on the song. With, I think she's referring to the remix of Put It On The Floor. Oh, yeah. Lotto song that she just appeared Read on. Read me at the place, Abby, and your brand new. <laughs> yeah, I know it. That's exactly what they sound like, too. You're welcome. Anytime. Cut the bullshit, please. Get the mop. Y'all being too messy and y'all being annoying. Thank you, everybody. We outside and make sure y'all download, put it on the floor again. So this is her response to the accusations that she was coming for Ice Spice. Okay. Now, oh, I forgot to put this back on mute. Now, I get it. Uh, you get what? <laughs> Tomorrow, too, is the song you're going to do. The mm-hmm. song's called Tomorrow. Mixing the two of these things together. Makes it makes sense. sense. Annie sings the song fine. Where I feel like I have to stop and get on. Okay. You had sound check tech test, stage rehearsal, all of these things with this cartoon Annie 
shaking ass and doing these poses and sticking our tongue and shit on this screen. And you mean to tell me nobody was like, hey, that looked like Ice Spice. This might be taken as some sort of reference to Ice Spice. For me, it's like, at least be like, girl, I see what y'all hoes are saying, but you're reaching. Like, you... (laughs) Because why did you need to have a cartoon version of something that very obviously looks like the girl that just performed on the stage? And then when people are like, hey... That obviously looks like Ice Spice. It's like, nah, y'all are just being messy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this- if you would have put that shit on, if, on, if I was rehearsing or looking at footage or whatever for my show, and you would have put that in front of me, I'd have been like, oh, this shit look like Ice Spice for a second. Like, even if it, because here's the other thing, right? Okay. I don't feel like it's a diss. Because what would be a diss about reference? That was going to be my very next question. Like, unless Ice Spice is an orphan, (laughs) I don't know how it would be, like, disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. If the song Tomorrow itself has some sort of reference to Ice Spice, like, I don't know how using an animation of Ice Spice or an animation of, of Annie is like shady. Right. I don't and it's just a cute, talented kid that got rich quick. Kind of like Ice Spice. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. What is the shady? I don't know how it's shady. That. I don't get that. But I would be surprised if nobody around her, nobody doing tests or like, checking anything or designing anything was like, this shit look like Ice Spice. It's just, I I would find that hard to believe that you'd be surprised that anybody would mention it because Ice Spice kind of looks like Annie. But, right, Ice Spice looks like Annie. Annie doesn't look like Ice Spice. That's the difference. What, but what is it? What is that difference? So, like, I'm I'm trying to understand how this cartoon Annie that's twerking, again, with white skin and blue eyes, twerking on screen. I'm trying to understand how... First of all, like you said, how is that even shade to Ice Spice? And also, Annie was here first, like a very long time before Ice Spice got here. So, like, how it's not like they it's not like they because it's not like they it's not like they darkened Annie's skin and made her hair like more of a reddish brownish color like Ice Spice's and darkened her eyes to make her look more like like it is clearly Annie. Like y'all just. I don't get it. It still looks like a no, Ice Spice. But that's because Ice Spice looks like Annie, not because they're trying to make Annie look like Ice Spice. Like, it is Ice Spice who modeled herself after this girl. If this was summer, (laughs) go ahead. I'm just saying, if I wanted to play a ghetto version of Tomorrow, a trap version of of Tomorrow, whatever, to transition into Tomorrow 2, which makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't I put a twerking Annie on the screen, regardless of who it looks like? Because whoever it looks to. like, because whoever, what you mean I don't need to? It's tomorrow, and the song I'm about to do is tomorrow, too. It makes sense. Artists do this all the time. I'm saying, okay, again. <laughs> if it was, as far as the, like, 
she looks like her, not the other way around thing. It's like, if this was Summer Jam 1982, then I'd give you that. Because it's like, oh, Annie just came out. Hey, that's Summer Jam 1982. <laughs> what I'm saying is. <laughs> no, I think y'all are messy <laughs> and looking for mess. It is. To me, again, because I'm not saying it's shady. Because, again, I don't understand how it would be shady. I just find it hard to believe that you would have never... Nobody would have thought, hey, that shit look like Ice Spice. Even if I was in the crowd and watched it and didn't take it as a diss, I would have been like, right. oh, that shit look like Ice Spice. So, to me, it's, like, kind of weird for you to... Act as if it's like completely random for people to make that connection, if that makes sense. But the connection is not what's random. Calling it shade is what's random. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm not explaining myself well. I just don't see how it's be like, even if somebody said, huh, Annie looks like Ice Spice, it would be like, yeah, Ice Spice does look like Annie. Like, Ice Spice does look like a Dominican Annie. What a wonderful observation. Now what? I'm not going to take it out of my show because, again, where is the shade? There's no shade. <laughs> Y'all are making the beef up. Something about it is just weird to me. Okay. Because it's just like, if, how do I explain this? I can't right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm okay. sure, because I'm trying to, like, think of, like, a parallel thing. It's like, okay. if you were... <laughs> Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Let me move on. I, I, like, I, I know what I think. I just don't know how to explain it. It's okay. just weird to me that it's like, girl, like, obviously this shit look like Ice Spice. So, like, but that's me, if I were on the, like on it. <laughs> that's Ice Spice's fault. She made herself look like Annie. Cardi didn't change Annie to look like Ice Spice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know what? We're at an hour. Hi. What else do we even have in here? Trey Songz is getting sued for $10 million good. by that white lady whose titty he allegedly pulled good, out good, good. of her bikini top. Uh, Megan is dating um, an African footballer nigga. Oh, yes. Um... What else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what I'm going to go ahead and drop it off at. Okay. Charlie okay. Wilson did a tiny desk. I haven't seen it yet, though. Oh, yes. I saw the previews. I said... I just saw, like, the, a tiny clip. I'm going to have to wait for the weekend or something to really get into that, but... Uh, it's very interesting great. to me that... Um, the NPR folk very clearly have black people, mm-hmm. like black people of their her like, all right, yeah, shut up. This time, what we're gonna have <laughs> Yep. Is Uncle Charlie just in time for the summer. Yep. I mean, because we've had I mean, they've had like a good variety of, of oh, yeah. artists and different genres of music for the length of, of time tiny desk concerts have been a thing. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to give me Durand, 
Trina and Charlie Wilson in the matter of like a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like niggas over there are speaking up in their sanctuary <laughs> office. Yeah. And I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I will. There's no other way to explain it. Thank her. you, NPR. <laughs> Um, that's going to be it for me in the hot talk. Okay, wonderful. So let's take a break. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Okay, folks, we're back, and Mama's got the magic of Clorox bleach. <laughs> if you have a letter for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Bryce, who says, Last week I told my cousin he could stay with me for a couple of weeks. He didn't ask if his dog could come too. Anytime he stayed with me before, he never brought the dog, so I assume this time would be the same. And when he brought it, I didn't love it. But I didn't say anything because I was trying to be nice. And as long as he was the one taking care of it and it didn't poop or pee in my house, it wasn't a big deal. What is the damn gender of the dog? We don't know. And we'll never know. It is not mentioned at all. Oh, wait. No. He says he later in the letter. So I guess it doesn't matter. Um, as the days went by, I would be the one walking and feeding the dog when I got home because my cousin works 45 minutes away and he takes public transportation. So it takes him damn. even longer to get to my house. But he would tend to the dog when he got home. I would like to add that this dog does not even like me. He barely lets me touch him. And it's like pulling teeth to get him to go outside. Mm -hmm. On Friday, my cousin ended up getting himself locked up. And he told his mom to ask me if I'd take care of the dog till he gets out. Oh, shit. Now I'm fully responsible for this dog that I didn't want to be here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I was still trying to be nice. And thought, oh, he won't be in there for very long because this ain't the first time he's been to jail. And he's usually not in there for more than like a few days or a week. But it's now Thursday of the following week. Yeah, you can't do that your whole <laughs> life, huh? And they're still trying to get some money together to bail him out. So I don't know how long he's going to be in there. Jeez. Yesterday, I came home to shit and urine all over my bathroom floor. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I immediately you did. called my cousin's mama and asked if she could take the dog because I ain't care where he went. But he was getting the fuck up out of here. But yeah, she said, no, that. she wasn't taking that dog. <laughs> I messaged his baby mama and told her to tell him that the dog would no longer be staying at my house and why. I mean, I'm sorry, the and why is just... <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> taking me down. Like, Okay, anyway. That was the last straw. <laughs> the baby mama messaged me back saying that she told him and he cried. But he asked if I could take the dog to the Humane Society. Do y'all think I'm overreacting about the dog? What would y'all do in my position? Thanks in advance, Bryce. So I have to say, first of all, I don't really understand the <coughs> take the dog to the Humane Society thing. Like, I don't really know what that 
means? Like, why would you? The human? Do they? Do they just adopt dogs? Do like? Do they have a shelter? Do they? I actually, I actually don't know, so I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. All right. All right. Know. Well, that was my confusion. I didn't get that part. But what would you do if you were Bryce and this beast is in your home shitting everywhere and you didn't even want it there in the first place and it's not nice to I'm you? I'm a dog person. I love my dog. I love your dog. I love his, her, <laughs> their dog. Like, I just love dogs. Big dogs, small dogs, old dogs, young dogs, furry dogs, not for Like, I love dogs. Mm-hmm. So personally if i were in this position i would be like <laughs> I, would be, <laughs> I would be like this poor baby lost his daddy i'm gonna take him to the beach <laughs> to the beach <laughs> let's go to the beach beach let's not get away I'm thinking of like that piece of black fiction where yeah. now, like the auntie inherits this baby. That's right. Her sister went to yep. jail. That's exactly she it. Gives her extra ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. Because you don't have a mama no more. <laughs> she gets to stay up and eat popcorn after dinner because she don't have a mama no more. The rest of y'all go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you I getting him a pup crying. cup. You getting him a pup cup every day till his daddy get out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, I love dogs, so I'm like, of course, you know, love on this little baby as best you can, or. You know, they're gotta be the thing is I don't really I don't have like that much information personally. I wish I did, but there have to be like avenues outside of the humane society. If the humane society is like not a good option, because again, I don't know that like you contact the humane society about this dog and then what happens, like do they do the work to try and find the dog a new home? Is it like taking a dog's will pound? Right. I really like I'm ashamed to say I don't really know much about what the human society does. Um, but there have to be many avenues if you, like, can't care for the dog or simply don't want to care for the dog. Yeah. Um, to, like, uh, get it adopted mm-hmm. by someone who is looking for a dog. Um, so, yeah, I think that I would probably personally start doing research into things like that. There got to be, like, at least... 10 apps for it and then you know websites phone numbers um you know people will probably tag this episode with information Mm. um just because you know i think it's really cool that you have been um stepping in at (laughs) least just You've been trying. Even if it's been off of <laughs> obligation, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like before the the pers- cousin, yeah, even got arrested, you were walking the dog and caring for the dog because he was 45 minutes away at work and shit like that. So it's not like you were just like, and the dog. You, know, you said the dog don't even like your ass, <laughs> which is just like that's rough. The dog probably likes his dad. So yeah. 
Or the yeah. dog is picking up on your energy. The dog know you don't fuck with dogs. So the dog is like, okay, I don't yeah. fuck with you either. That's very possible. That's completely possible as well. Because they're sensitive so, yeah. little fun beings. <laughs> yeah, I wish you knew what kind of dog it was. But that also doesn't matter. Just like it's the same way in the gender. Yeah. I think I'm just curious. But yeah, me personally, I would be like, I guess I have a new dog. Um, <laughs> but right <laughs> but um, I'm sure that like if you can't care for it and you're you know you don't your other like family members or his child's mom or whatever like nobody else is gonna take care of the dog I'm sure that you can find a home for it elsewhere I just don't personally have like the name of a website or, yeah, a no. or an app that does it specifically but i'm sure there are tons of it and the same way that i'm sure there is some you know could be a family could be a depressed person could be just someone who loves animals who is looking for this dog yeah so you know i would just do that i don't know about the humane society again though it's no shade to them i just literally have no information right um, yeah, Bryce, I would say I don't think you're overreacting about the dog. Like, I think if you're not really a dog person, but you're letting this animal in your house anyway, and then you come home one day and it has defecated and pissed all over your bathroom yeah. floor. I think a lot of people would have this same reaction. Like, this has no to get out of my house. Much. Right. Nobody wants to. And like, you didn't even ask for the responsibility of caring for the dog. That's a so your frustration is super understandable. Like, even people who did ask to have dogs be mad when them niggas throw up or piss or whatever in the middle of the house. They be mad. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so I think that makes total sense. However, you did ask what I would do if I was in your position. And I think I would, first of all, try to find out when my cousin was getting out. It sounded like if your cousin said take him to the Humane Society, that sounds like your cousin don't really anticipate yeah, getting yeah. out no time soon. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like he might, you know, just be out of here for a while. So I would try to find out exactly how long my cousin is going to be in jail. But honestly, like if the Humane Society is going to put him down or something, I would not be able to do it. Yeah. I would I would post on Facebook or Craigslist or, you know, ask around, like, is anybody looking for a dog? Does anybody have outdoor space or children who really want a dog? Like, I would try to rehome it if my cousin wasn't going to get out for, like, a long-ass time. But otherwise, I would honestly probably just suck it up. I would. I would probably just be like, well, I guess I'm a fucking mother now. And I'm going to do my best by this little baby. Like, this dog didn't ask for none of this. It is completely innocent. Well, I mean, it pissed in your house. And that's not nice. But... Yeah, but it didn't piss you in know? the house because it was just like, fuck this place and the person who rents it. Right. Or owns it. It's more like, I'm not home. Where the fuck is my daddy at? Like, this, and you left me here with this weird old nigga. He don't have none of my but favorite Some dogs snacks. will petty this. Some dogs <laughs> do petty this. No, really. <laughs> some dogs do. Oh, but yeah. But I highly doubt that was the case here. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the dog is going through a lot of big changes right now. <laughs> and maybe I'm giving it too much because I'm just sensitive about stuff like that. But, like... No, it's true. Like, when I moved to L.A., it took, uh, like... Link had a couple of accidents. Mm -hmm. Like, the first week or or, or two. Yeah. Honestly, because she was like, what's going on? What right. time is it? Where are we Where at? Are we at? Right. <laughs> like... 
it was yeah. weird. Yeah. You know, for her, I'm I'm assuming not for me, but I'm like assuming for her, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, a lot and, has changed. And she's yeah, just a little so, baby. So, you know, they're just babies to me. So No but bad dogs, only bad owners. Anything to do with kids or like very old people or very young people, I kids, dogs, animals. Really any animal, any pet, but or like kids or or elderly people. I feel super sensitive around those topics. And I would just resign myself to taking as good a care of the dog as possible till I found it a more permanent place to stay. But like if you if you truly hate the dog and your cousin is gonna be doing years in prison, then I would I would take good care of him until I could find him somewhere else to go, preferably with family or close friends. Maybe the baby mama could take him. Um, although, you know, she knew all this and didn't say, oh, I'll take the dog. She was like, oh, I'll tell him what you said. So I feel like if the owner of the dog was like, just go ahead and take him down to the Humane Society. At that point, you're prepared to no longer have this dog. Right, Right, right. Which means I can give the dog away. So I would rather, I think at that point, have this dog be in the home of someone who wants a dog, who is looking for a dog, not just like, oh, yeah, that's my son, or that's my baby father, (laughs) or that's my whatever, so I'll take the dog because I don't mind. And it's not to say that they wouldn't have, the dog wouldn't have a great space and great time and love at those places, but I think personally, I would just be like, let me go ahead and find somebody who genuinely wants a dog because they are probably going to go out of their way to make sure that dog is happy. Yep. You know, exactly versus that. me or somebody else who just inherited a dog because this nigga went to jail. Right. Right. So, good, but good luck, Bryce, with whatever you decide to do. That's a rough situation to be in because, like... Yeah, don't I, feel bad. I have also cared for an animal that I wanted to leave my home. And so I understand. Okay. You are going <laughs> to leave Baltimore. <laughs> It's nothing wrong with Baldwin. It's just responsibility that I didn't ask for and would not like to take on permanently. I don't mm. want to do that. I don't. Yeah, you do it. So, I mean, and but I would if Baldwin's owner got randomly locked up. And <laughs> I would be like, well, I guess I am just a dog mom now. Like, I guess <laughs> I would just, you know, I. it's weird, but I kind of look at it like, you know, if, if something happened to my brother and my sister-in-law, I would just take my nephew. Like, I guess I'm just a mother now. Like, I can't let you go to the humane. I mean, I'm, I know. And I say that as someone who thinks dogs know, are better than people. I know. All the parents are like, how dare you compare my baby to an animal? But <coughs> I am I legitimately would look at it the same way. Like, I can't let this innocent yeah, creature float around in the system. Like if I if Thanos snapped and I disappeared into a, a I would take Link so fast. Oh my God! Please, no, nobody could keep me from Link. I would absolutely like. Of course, I couldn't just let Link be like, okay, well, I don't like people who scratch up my my baseboards, so you can't stay in my. You're gonna ruin your life. <laughs> but the point is, it's worth it. <laughs> Like, she's fully going to get on my nerves. And she comes out from being walked or whatever. And, I'm <laughs> and she just cannonballs into the room <laughs> and leaps up into the bed and jumps on me. Oh, like, oh this little baby creature loves me so much. Yeah, yeah, she does. You know, and I think that's how people feel about their kids. Like, 
wow, taking care of you is a pain in the ass, but it's worth it. And I love you and you love me. And this is a, a good thing. Look at you like learning things and having a personality. Right. I'm people now. Like, <laughs> you know, because having a baby, I don't know about all that. But yeah. Like, no, it it seemed, like, like I think I get it. Yeah. I, I get why so many of y'all are fascinated with it. Oh, yeah, that's how I feel when my when my plant sprouts a new leaf. I'm like, wow. Okay, we're... All right. <laughs> You're growing in my home and you love it here. So, but good luck, Bryce. This is a shit situation for you. Our last letter comes from Yana who says, I have a dilemma. I'm a supervisor at a call center along with my two homegirls. A year ago when I was in my terrible era, my friends and I had this dare. There was this guy who worked in our IT department downstairs who was always real sweet on me whenever he had to come up to our department. He was a nerd and would leave origami on my desk and try to awkwardly ask me out to lunch. I always declined, but then I finally said yes because of this fucked up dare. However, on the date, I found out we actually had similar interests and he got me into some of his like anime. He has been my most healthy relationship to date and the best dick I've ever gotten. Mm. Now, time for the bullshit. <laughs> oh, this is the bullshit, okay. We celebrate our anniversary next month and my homegirl decided to be a goofy bitch and tell me that she's had a crush on this man since way before we made this dare and she didn't think it would get this far. It blindsided me because I've told my girls about how I feel about this man, even telling them that I see myself marrying him and having a family. She asked if I was really serious about him and had the nerve to look confused when I said, bitch, yes, what the hell? She started crying and said she didn't know how to tell me and I told her to get the fuck out of my house. I'm so upset because we've been friends since middle school. She's seen all the ups and downs in my past relationships. She's been my ride or die for half my life. But I love this man so much and I'm ready to go to war for it. And that's on Saul. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Do I tell my nigga about this because they hang out for Dungeons and Dragons every other Thursday? Should I beat her ass because she held onto this info when we made that dare? Should I cut her off? I don't know what to do. Thanks, Yana. What? See, this is what happened when you play too much. This is exactly why your mama told you to quit playing too much. What a mess. So. Oh, no. Which one of these people is Rachel Lee Cook? Because Let me look I feel like. This is a teen rom-com from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> oh, oh, that's who that is. What was she in? Never Been Kissed? She's All That. She's All That. Okay. A lot of those movies are exactly alike to me, but... Okay. Well... Huh. What do you do? <sighs> what do you do? I mean, honestly, I feel like your friend is going to have to take the L on this one. Yeah, I think your friend is also going to have to just get chopped and deal. <laughs> um, because, like, what the fuck? Do, like, first of all, y'all literally play too much. A dare? Really? I dare you to go on a date with the nerdy boy? Why would you even dare me knowing you like him? Like, you need to grow up. Like, I, would, <laughs> I would never tell my friend to go after some dick that I wanted for myself. I'm lost. Why would you do that? Because you was ashamed to admit that you had a crush on the nigga who likes anime and knows how to do origami. How stupid. What was the plan? 
<laughs> she said, oh, I didn't think it would get that serious. Like, I didn't think it would go this far. Well, bitch, now it has. And you had a year to say something. I've been with this nigga for a year telling you about how much I love him, how good the dick is and all this. And the whole time you've had a crush. That's that big like weird. That sounds like a you problem. Yep, it does. That sounds like a your friend issue to me. Like, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily think you have to cut her off. Like, just because you have a crush on my man doesn't mean we can't be friends. You right. and I can't be friends, but. Right. I, she would, I honestly don't know why she told you instead of just working on getting over the crush. That's what that, that, hello. Now listen, <laughs> If it was like a group of us friends, I don't know, five of us, and some others came up with this thing, and I was just like, eh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must be so funny. Okay, so there. I would still feel like I need to just go ahead and take that L because why didn't I say something yep. to you even off to the side? Yep. Yep. But like, girl, you was like trying to participate in this yeah. weird ass Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> led <laughs> fucking so kiki bizarre. conspiracy. And I'm over here living my best life with the nerd, getting dick down and learning how to play role playing countertop games. <laughs> and you want my life, bitch? That is a sad sack. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, honey. Yeah. You better find a very tiny violin. Yeah. I actually don't think it's, you know, up to you, Yana, whether this friendship is saved. I think it's up to her. I think it's up to your friend whether she can. And you didn't say how old you are or how old your friends are or your man. I'm praying y'all are in y'all's early to mid-20s, though, because this is fully ridiculous. I mean, when I tell you I would never, I would... (laughs) I couldn't imagine. I would never see a dyke and be like, I want that. Let me dare my friend to fuck her instead. What? Because, yeah, it is sincerely giving. I have a locker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. I'm sorry. It's giving high school. Like, this is taking place on the quad. And they play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm, I'm... You know what? All people do that. I have a feeling she wants you to break up with him because she didn't bother to just get over him anyway. Like, if I did this, if I was foolish enough to do this and then saw that my friend was, like, really hitting it off with this man, I would be like, okay, I guess it's time to like somebody else. Like, I would never wait a year and then tell my friend about how I feel about her man. Like, I would just work on getting over this crush. So... Were you expecting that I was going to start dating this nigga and it was going to be miserable and awful and that was going to, like, help you get over the crush? I think so. I think, well, no, I think, I don't mean, I don't know why y'all came up with this dare in the first place, but I think your friend probably thought, oh, he's a nerd. You know, she'll never be into him. I love Dungeons and Dragons and she don't even know what that is. And so when y'all actually hit it off, she was taken by surprise. But but that still doesn't explain to me why you would oh, no. push somebody else towards the nigger you like. We'll never get an answer to that. Like, <laughs> we'll never what? understand that. <laughs> why did you do that, Sherry? I'm a, <laughs> I'm assuming that you, that this person thought you would not hit it off. Yeah, but I'm still like trying to figure out why. If you liked them, you would have done that. Like, what do what? does y'all not hitting it off do for her? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, 
Girl. I think you have to be, I think you're going to have to be forthright and tell your man about the dare. Ooh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you are. Because if things go sour between you and this girl, she has nothing to lose by saying, oh, did Yana tell you that the only reason y'all even went out on a date is because we dared her? And and then here come your man like, why is a bitch telling me something about us that I didn't know about us? And now you look doubly crazy. Yep. Is it? Or the terrible remixed version they did the other day with uh, he's all that. This is literally that. Yeah. I mean, oh, this is a mess. Should I beat her ass? I wouldn't. I don't think that's Yeah, I don't think you need to beat her ass. Should I cut her off? (laughs) I would. We do not shy away from saying beat somebody ass. Right. Or implying it. Right. But I... I, I would talk to her and be like, what exactly do you want me to do in this situation? Because I Surely. feel like you need to just get over the fact that you had a crush on this man, but I hit it off with him and now he's mine. Like, I'm fully in love with him, girl. I'm not breaking up with him because you have a crush that you just now told me about. So, like, are you willing to get over that? Like, yes or like, no? <laughs> Are you trying to preserve this friendship or no? But I also think you need to tell your man and understand that he might be really hurt by that and choose to break up with you. This is why you don't play stupid childish games. We're all adults. This is why you don't play these games with people's fucking feelings. I think you're going to have to tell him. I definitely think that you're going to have to come clean to him about that part of it and let those chips fall where they may and good luck to you because it didn't do very well in the movie. But they did still end up together. I haven't watched She's All That in a long time. But um, as far as your friend goes, it's like... I think 1999, you were how old? Me? 17. Okay. So you was probably just like on the way out. I turned 17. I was 16. Yeah, like yeah. can't hardly wait. She's all that. Ten things I hate about you. Oh, I saw ten things like, I hate about you. That was bad though. <laughs> I didn't like the movie either, honestly. <laughs> but I didn't like um, the white teenage, you know, I don't even know if they're there dramas. Were so many of there them. There were, and all those rom-coms. people, white people just blended together to me. So I was never into the white teen movies. Um I saw Save the Last Dance. <laughs> The worst of the bunch. <laughs> but it had that more niggas in the they had more niggas in the cast than the rest of them did. So. They also had Julia Styles doing a bank head well, balance to a pot of beret. We'll, I will and never I, get over that. That is actually classic cinema now at this point. <laughs> Excellent. Girl, yeah. I also agree though that as far as your friend is concerned, I would be like. What do you want me to do? Yep. Because I'm getting digged down and I'm learning how to use 10-sided dice and you sound jealous and there's really nothing I can do about that, sis. You need to talk to a professional. Yeah. Because the boy's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't know that I would do that. Unless he breaks up with you after you tell him the truth. Oh, and and he... But the good part about that, he's also not going to date your friend. (laughs) So... Right, he's going to be disgusted with all of y'all if he's the type... To break up, he might be like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad Adair brought us together then, girl, whatever it takes. Like, who knows how that will go. But, yeah, I would say tell him because you don't want him to find out from somebody else. That would be the worst. You do not. 
Just go ahead and come clean. Oh, good luck, Yana. Let us know what happens. If you have a question for us, again, send it to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take another break and be right back. Okay, folks, we're back. It is now time for the reheat. Um, I actually really don't have much to say. Okay. So two quick things. One, um, who actually should I start with? Okay, so one, um, I spoke about the crab last week. In that time, I saw a promotional video. Oh, no. <laughs> featuring one Jacob Tremblay, the voice of live-action Flounder, and David Diggs, voice of live-action Sebastian. Yeah. And where this white man is interviewing him and asks him oh, about no. crab and it's, you know... History and representing, you know, the culture behind Sebastian as we know him, and so on and so forth. To which Rainbow's brother decided to say, Sebastian is a crab. (sighs) He's not from anywhere. He's from under the sea. With this, like, smug, furrowed brow and, yeah. like, <laughs> I saw sort it. of attitudes come with it. Girl, just say that the accent was bad and you didn't know what you were pulling that shit from when you did that foolishness. The end, full stop. Damn. Because before I was trying to give homegirl grace and just be like, hey, who wouldn't take such a great opportunity in a living job? Mm-hmm. Even if you weren't qualified to do that motherfucking accent. But for you to try and like get back spicy on some, oh, he's a crab. He's not from anywhere. If he's not from anywhere, then why does he have this horrible, fake ass, very specifically Caribbean accent? Yeah. Yeah. Two Googles will show you that Sebastian, who, mind you, is also an adaptation. I'm going to get to that in a second. Okay. But the original Little Mermaid story that Hans Christian Andersen or Huben Flavin um, Nyland, the original one didn't have any, you know, crustacean healthcare provider. That didn't exist. So Disney decided to add a crab companion in there and also make him Jamaican and also, like, with an educational background in Trinidad or some shit, according to a wiki, right? So the fact of the matter is, yes, that crab that you voiced is from somewhere. Somewhere. And that can exist (sighs) because guess what? We're talking about a fucking story that stars a mermaid. Yeah. Talking fish. A talking rapping pigeon. As well as spells, magic, and all kinds of supernatural, fantastical shenanigans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not to mention that animals of all kinds, including the various types of crabs that exist, are very often specific to certain regions of this planet we spin around on. A.K.A. crabs be from places. 
He's a crab. He's not from anywhere. It doesn't Shut matter up. what accent I Shut do. Shut up. <laughs> because the accent that you did was <sighs> bad. That's what it was. Well. And that's really the fact that we need to rest our understanding on. Now, what I mentioned before about um, adaptations, when I say that, is because you, again, adapted some shit that Disney did for funsies. This is still a Disney film, which means they, for funsies, could have made this crab from Oakland. That motherfucking crab could have been from Long Beach. True. The crab could have been from Atlanta. The crab could have been from Baltimore. That crab could have been from the Bronx, Staten Island. The crab could have been from New Zealand. The crab could have been from South Africa. The crab could have been from Bangladesh or any the fuck place that you actually could have done a good accent, a reasonable, believable accent for. The crab didn't have to be from no motherfucking Caribbean accent. Island. You motherfuckers chose to do that with no actual integrity or actual <laughs> intention or effort behind it. And now you want to get spicy when the motherfuckers are asking you specific questions about it. It's a chop for me, dear. Yeah. And the song, the rap song with you and the bird was trash. <laughs> it was for kids. Andadasi <laughs> beat it. <laughs> <coughs> She got legs, ya idiot. Oh, why not just say Disney? You lucky Halle Bailey is as talented as she is and carry this motherfucking film the way that she did. You lucky that Melissa McCarthy was okay. Mm, uh, don't please, <laughs> please, because <sighs> what you did. In that film, was carry on and play the fool. Oh, well. Child. Well. These are crab. Crabs aren't from anywhere. They literally are. What the fuck are you even talking about? And if his crab, the crab wasn't from anywhere, then why did y'all make him sound like he was from somewhere? Yeah. That's the thing. It really is. Like, that's really the long and short of it. So, yikes. Boo, hiss, shame. <laughs> Lastly, I will say to one Taylor Swift, ha, as well as ha, um, we're all, You're well, so maybe not all of us, <laughs> but um, this whole weird, like, three-week-long excursion that you went on via TMZ with this greasy white boy and that one British band, um... It's wide open for me in terms of, like, the marketing appeal here. Let's go ahead and get the quote-unquote edgy rock boy who has been on a podcast where they laugh and say racist shit. And let me then go ahead and do a song with the exact same person that they were making racist, gross-ass jokes and comments about and have a whole song about karma on it. Now I've broken up with him very publicly. And let me go ahead and get to writing Midnight's to the fucking CPT edition or whatever the fuck the next one gonna be called where you gonna write some song about how it was horrible dating a racist white boy or whatever the fuck. Beat it to you. Beat it to him. Mm -hmm. And I will go ahead and say as far as Isis Spices is concerned, girl, you did your verse. 
you went ahead and scooped up your your um you know you went ahead and threw a net out into Taylor Swift's pop section of the sea. <laughs> and I'm not mad at it. But as far as her and that other one, chop chop, mm-hmm. chop, 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 chop. Boo his ha ha. I'm done. <sighs> Okay, well, those are exactly the stories I was going to talk about. But (laughs) Mm. (laughs) instead, I will, instead of doing a read, I want to talk about something I've seen online over the past week and maybe just offer a little bit of clarity. Do you? Let's see. So over the past week, a couple of rappers have gotten themselves into some internet hot water with the things they've been posting online. First was Chica. Yep. yep. Um, who went on a rant at 4.30 in the morning about a crying child on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, and used some language that was truly heinous to me. I really felt like the language was extreme um, and inappropriate to be talking about children. Like, called these babies screaming bastards, called the mother a stupid bitch and a senseless wench and asked if she was mentally delayed and and called the baby a bitch. Like, what makes you think a one-year-old will shut their bitch ass up on a plane and y'all should go to economy with that shit? And you brought the consequence of your sexual promiscuity into my life and called her a hoe and told her to choke. And so to me, the language was... Shocking! Like, I could not believe somebody was talking this way because a baby cried on a plane. Like, I get it. Nobody likes to be awakened unexpectedly. Nobody likes the sound of kids crying on plane, especially the parents, the guardians who are with these kids. They don't like to hear it either. Nobody likes it, but they're kids. Like, we get over it. It's not that she was annoyed. It's the language that she used to talk about being annoyed that threw me off. So, and I've been trying to balance the language that she used with the person that like I have met and hung out with and had a good time with, like somebody that I enjoy. So it's like, it's it's been, you know, kind of strange to me. I don't think Chica is online right now. I think she's taking a break, which is a great idea. But, um, so so that happened first. And then just in the past couple of days, um, we found out that DC Youngfly's baby mama, an influencer named Jackie O, died, I guess, during surgery. She was going in for a mommy makeover, whatever combination of surgeries that might be. Um, and so people have been, you know, posting their condolences. They just had a baby. I think they had like three kids together. So they just had a baby boy. Right. Right. So a really sad situation. Um, and people have been debating back and forth, like, oh, whether elective surgery or plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, like, is it really worth it? Because this can happen to anybody and blah, blah, blah. The internet's been going back and forth about this for a while. Azealia Banks got on Instagram. And if you'll remember some years ago, Azealia Banks (coughs) went on Wild and Out, did not have a good time, very famously cried on the show. And that meme of her is still in use to this day. Um, But Azealia got on Instagram and said, damn, DC Youngfly spent years disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes, projected his own feelings about his ugliness onto women who were perfectly secure and say what you want to about my tears. But I was 
pissed and not weak. And in the end, I won. I'm glad I cried. You know, Jackie O must have been so deeply insecure about herself. And how dare you, you know, have all the nerve to call out a gorgeous woman like me and call me ugly. And, you know, ironically, your baby mama is dead on my th- dead at 32, exactly on my 32nd birthday. You niggas are going to learn to stop fucking with me. So like literally, like very literally making the death of this woman and the fact that you got clowned on a show that is about getting clowned, mm-hmm. m- making those things connected somehow. So both of these, everybody knows I am no fan of Azalea's, um, but both of these to me were like wildly inappropriate uses of social media. Um, And I feel like people are very much within their rights to decide that they no longer want to fuck with or support any artist who chooses to act like this. I just want to bring up very quickly um, this idea I've seen go around that like mental illness doesn't do this to a person. You, you know, just because you're mentally ill doesn't mean you act like this and you play in the mentally ill card. Like both of them have talked about mental health concerns, that sort of thing in the past. So I just want to say that mental illness can absolutely bring a person to a place where they'll say or do things like this. Not every mental illness, but some of them are severe enough. There are some mood disorders, some personality disorders that are severe enough that they will have you thinking or believing that a one-year-old crying on a plane is some bitch-ass nigga and their mother is a, a whore and a wench who, like, literally brought her fuck trophies onto this plane to piss you off. It can have you deluded to the point where you think that this man's wife or baby mom or whatever, the mother of his children, his life partner, that she died on your 32nd birthday as some sort of retribution for some jokes he told on a TV show six or seven years ago. I don't, and let me be clear, I'm not defending either one of them. I'm not taking up for what either one of them said, but it is very likely, and if not likely, then it is at least possible that mental illness is involved in one or both of these cases. Again, not saying it for sure, but there are mental illnesses that will distort your thinking so badly that this is the space you end up in. And I would not be surprised if both of them are struggling internally and saying much worse shit to themselves than what they put out you know, into the world via social media. So when Chica says, oh, I felt like I had to let it out right now or else I was going to blow up or whatever. As a clinician, I can understand that feeling because I have clients who have dealt with different illnesses and disorders who say the same sort of thing. However, that doesn't mean you have to take it to Twitter. That doesn't mean you have to make it public. Like that doesn't mean that this rant is excused. It does mean that there's a reason for it. If mental illness is there is what is going on here. And also it's it's, to me, it the issue is not that she put it on Twitter. The issue is that she had the thought. And I think she doesn't even believe that. I think she thinks there was nothing wrong with her thought pattern at all. And the problem is that she put it online and made it public to everybody else. But the issue is that you felt that strongly about a baby crying on a plane. Yes, it's annoying. However, the words you used 
And especially finding out, like, I don't really care whose baby it is, but finding out that it's Zonique's child and these are two little black kids you were talking about, to me, makes it even worse. So to me, that is where the real issue is here. It's the fact that you thought that, not that you put it on the Internet. For Azealia, it's the fact that you really thought that, I don't know, the God, the universe, whoever you sacrifice your chickens to, that that being decided that this woman was going to die on your birthday because DC Youngfly did his job. You went on a show that was about clowning people and were shocked that you got clowned and have been holding on to it for so long that you feel like this woman's tragic death is somehow connected to you. You got a, you got on a, a commercial flight where anybody could pay money to come sit down on the plane and take a ride to Atlanta or, or Alabama or wherever you're going. Anybody can be on the plane. That includes kids. So, again, I'm not trying to defend the behavior. I'm not trying to excuse the behavior. There is no such, there is no excuse for either one of these people. However, the idea that mental illness don't do this to somebody, that contributes, first of all, that's false. Mental illness absolutely absolutely does do this to some people. And the idea that it doesn't contributes to the stigma that people who suffer from more serious or severe mental illnesses go through. I feel like we're at a place right now with mental health where everybody understands like major depressive disorder. Everybody understands anxiety. The girls are getting more into not that this is a mental illness, but neurodivergence and all the different ways that manifests. Like, I feel like there's a certain understanding there or acceptance, but there's still a lot of ignorance and therefore stigma around some of the mental illnesses that aren't easy or fun or like palatable, the things that are hard to deal with. Sometimes shit gets ugly. Sometimes people have really heinous shit going on in their brain and it comes out. And everybody's not equipped to handle it. I'm not saying you have to sit around and take it or anything like that. Not at all. Boundaries are important. Taking care of yourself is important regardless. But it is, it is true that it does this to people. And it is true that those people have an even harder time getting the help they need because people don't understand that about mental illness. So I'm just letting y'all know, just so y'all know, there absolutely are conditions where people act this way because they have the condition. And when they are in their sound mind, when they're on their meds or on whatever routine works best for them, they don't behave that way. Not again. I have to be so clear because y'all going to be like, oh, so you saying Chica's okay. Oh, so you saying, no, of course not. Of course not. None of it is okay. But that doesn't mean there's no reason there can be a reason for a behavior, but not an excuse for the behavior. And I encourage y'all to learn more about personality and severe mood disorders where this sort of thing is possible. They won't. Because, well, they, they probably won't. But it's real. And I just want y'all to know that. And the idea that it isn't contributes to the stigma around these. Like, they just want crazy people to be quiet. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and, and they want people who are not well to just go away some, somewhere with that, gone somewhere with that. But like they are mentally unwell. People are part of the society too. And it's, God, I don't want to get too deep into like everything. I don't like really want to get into it, but. This is a blast for me personally. I mean, and I was thinking about that. Like, I don't, 
I didn't, I want to be, you know, sensitive to you and the things you have going on. But when I saw that argument, that, that idea of like, oh no, you're just an evil person. That's what it is. Like you're just intrinsically at your core, an awful, terrible human being and you're irredeemable and you're garbage and trash because mental illness don't make you act like that. Yes, some of them do. Some of them do. Some of them make you act like that. Some of them are that bad. Maybe not yours. And you can say, oh, well, I'm mentally ill. I've never behaved like that. Okay, so you don't have that mental illness. Okay, so you don't suffer from what these people suffer from. It's not impossible. I don't, I'm not either one of their doctors. I'm not either one of their therapists. I don't know what they do or don't have. As far as I, I don't know either one of their diagnoses at all. But the idea that it doesn't happen is just false. And I personally don't believe that any human being is inherently, well, <sighs> no, I don't. I don't think any human being is inherently evil. I think some people are struggling with shit that the majority of the population will never understand, will never get. And, and, and part of that is extremely understandable because those behaviors push other people away. You go on Twitter at 4.30 in the morning calling a baby a bitch bastard and calling a woman a, a senseless wench for having a child on an airplane, people are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You make a woman, a woman's death, a woman who is a mother of three small children, you make that about you because of some jokes some people told seven or eight years ago? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, people are going to have that reaction because that's the kind of behavior that that is. It's abhorrent behavior, but that doesn't mean mental illness isn't part of it. To say, oh, well, you just blamed it on your mental illness. You just scapegoat and you just bringing that up, blah, blah, blah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea, again, what she has. But it's very possible. A lot of people go through shit like this and they see y'all talking like this about it and they never, ever speak up. So when somebody commits suicide or takes their own life, dies by suicide, and y'all are like, oh my God, reach out to your strong friend, reach out to your quiet friend. I don't understand why they never came and talked to me. It's because of shit like this. Because they know that you're not going to believe that their mental illness has something to do with it. They know you're going to think, oh, it's just something wrong with you. Like you're just a horrible person and you can't be saved. You can't be fixed. But these, these, these diseases, these illnesses, these conditions are real. People are really suffering. And so I just want y'all to know that, again, I'm not asking for grace for either one of them, but y'all should know that it's, it's not as easy as you seem to think it is. It's a much more complicated conversation than all that. And that's all I had to say. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <sighs> all right. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> I'm not asking you to comment on that any further, you know, or anything like that. But I just wanted to say something about it in particular because, and, and maybe it's something that I'll go into at a later date in some other format on some other show but yeah like look up some of the personality and and mood disorders look at the symptoms and look at the the behaviors of people exhibit like literally mental illness can be a reason i don't know if i'm currently triggered or what's going on i just feel like a lot of, like y'all are full of shit all y'all are full of shit y'all niggas are full of shit when it comes to this mental health shit, suck my dick. Like, people are so... Like, I'm... <laughs> like, 
full of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all pick and choose when the shit actually matters or when it's supposed to be like, oh, wait, let's talk about this. Or when you have no problem telling a bitch you should have killed yourself or blah, 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 blah. Like, when people are actually showing the real, like, fucked up negative sides of their struggle with mental health. And I can agree that, like, as a matter of fact, I'm done. I don't even care no more. Fuck y'all. Okay. Again, please look it up. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com. We are on social media at thisistheread. And you can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. I want to give a quick shout out to Antoinette, um, one of the hosts of Around the Way Curls. Shanti was out this week getting ready for Roots Picnic. And she asked me to be on the show. Um, and I had a great time. Adore Antoinette. So go check that out. Again, the show is called around the way curls. Um, so thank you, Antoinette, for having me. I had a blast. Um, and yeah, I think that's it for me. Any closing remarks from you before we head out? Um, I don't have anything left. Okay. Well, take care of yourselves, Negroes, and we will see y'all next week. 